Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 1474 of the Lothan Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Roland, coming to you on a Tuesday. And today's episode is myself and Robbie Callen in kind of bonus fashion. The main podcast, part one of the show, so to speak, was already up on the feed just now. If you missed it, that is already in your feeds anywhere you get your podcast talking about the Hawks and the end of the season and the playoff series, as well as some Eastern Conference finals breakdown and a look at what might happen next year in the Eastern Conference a little bit as well. Part two is going to be the Western Conference finals, as well as the landing spots, Richard Wamanyama ahead of the lottery on Tuesday evening. Not a whole lot of Hawks talk in this second part, which is why it's sort of a bonus episode, but hopefully you will enjoy the conversation. Please subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcast and make us your first listen each and every day. And without any further delay, myself and Robbie Callender on the way after the intro you are locked on hawks your daily atlanta hawks podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day to the west and then we'll talk about victor woman yama at the end of the podcast the west is a lot more interesting so, at least on paper, my working theory, and I'll throw it to you, is um, if it was not the Lakers on the other side, mm-hmm. Denver would be seen as a much bigger favorite in this series. <laughs> um, because, yeah, because I think number one, Denver gets kind of hand waved by some by some people because they've they they they, 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 don't, they, they have when they haven't done it, but also they got to the conference finals. I, I think. It goes back to the to the Jokic thing. People were with a straight face saying Jokic had something to prove in the playoffs, as if he hadn't been great in the playoffs before. Like he's right. always been good in the playoffs. Uh, but Denver's never been a title. They don't. They never made the finals. They're, they've never won the title. Um, and they were the one seed, but not in impressive fashion this year, like compared to normal one seeds. Mm-hmm. And then the other side, you have LeBron and Anthony Davis. So. Yeah. I get why Denver is only a small favorite in the series. And by the way, our friends at FanDuel have the Nuggets at minus 165. Mm-hmm. The, Lakers at minus, the Lakers at plus 140. So Denver's favored, but not by a just a whopping margin. Yeah. Um, but Denver is awesome at home. And uh, this is not controversial, I don't think. But they have the best player. I mean, LeBron is one of the best players of all time. But in 2023, Jokic is the best player on paper in the series. AD can get there. Um that's the funniest thing about the Lakers right now. Um, it's just like, I think everyone that kind of pays attention knows that AD is the best player on the Lakers. <laughs> but it's like odd to say out loud that LeBron's the best player on the Lakers because he's, he's really not. But he's still awesome when he dials it up. Yeah. But, I mean, that's kind of my working theory. Is like, I, spoiler alert, I, I'm picking Denver. I, I can't pick the Lakers. I get, I'm not saying they can't win because they definitely can. Yeah. Denver's better than them. They, they are. It's just whether, that, whether the AD and LeBron could just like do AD and LeBron stuff enough. And maybe they can. But that's Denver's better, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I think, I think the Lakers part obviously plays a role because I think just generally books kind of cook in. Lakers fans are everywhere, and well, so plus, they, plus LeBron, Lakers plus LeBron is like well, an ultimate. But, but that, but the thing with the LeBron part is, it's right. Like, <laughs> that's the right thing to right. do. Exactly. That's why. That's why I think it's less a Lakers thing. Yeah, and like more like, yeah. It's LeBron. Like, he's just really good in the play. It's the same oh, thing course. with, like, the Warriors. It's like the war- the Warriors thing against the Kings. Like, yeah, like, the Warriors were bad all year, but They're they the do Warriors. that thing. They have Steph. They have Dre. They I think do- that, this is the, what they the, do. The, the, the difference is – I agree with you on that. The difference is I, I don't think people actually understand the Nuggets are good. Does that make sense? I think it's – no, I think it's 
I think it's less Lakers and more Nuggets. I think, I think it is. That is more... I, I probably said that wrong because, like, I won't name the person, but like, I heard a, a national, and I told you this, a national person, like, frame it as if, like, it was like, it was like a, an absolute foregone conclusion the Lakers are going to win the series against the Nuggets. Like, it, it was like, well, they're not going to lose to Denver. Like, what? It was literally that was the intonation. I'm like, the Nuggets are favored in the series, guys. I mean, what are we what are we doing here? And it's because of the Nuggets being the Nuggets, and Jokic is somehow still underrated by some people, and I get all that. But man, like, and maybe it's just different people have different views, which is definitely a lot of what happens here. But if there are people in the world, and there are, that think the Lakers are like massive favorites in this series, that I, I can't understand. I they have LeBron, I get it, but like, come on. Yeah, I mean, for me, the Denver piece is if you've been if you've watched this team this postseason, I, I don't, it's not the same team that we saw go to the conference finals in the bubble. It's yeah. a much more well-rounded group. I wrote about this. They're I think after, I think I wrote about it after game two of the sun series. We're like, what they did this off season was they traded in regular season depth for playoff depth. And it's a, it's a thing that's really hard to do as a team and as a, to, to make that decision because they trade away Monty Morris and Will Barton, who were really good depth pieces. And they brought back one guy in Contavious called Will Pope. Who's just more effective. Is he's, he better he's, than both of them combined? No, but he's, he's better than dude. both of them in the playoffs and he's a proven playoff dude. The Lakers know this. Um, so you bring in KCP who is a really good two way guy in the playoffs. Like he's a solid defender uh, he has some versatility for them positionally on defense, which is very helpful when you have Jamal Murray next to him. Yeah. Um, he's just like very good. You had Bruce Brown, who was really an underrated pickup. And like, I still don't know how Bruce Brown ended up on like a two year, $12 million deal or something. Like he, that he, was, he, va- he valued the player. He has a player option, which I think is why he took the gotcha. deal. But yeah, gotcha. it's well, he's, and he's, Going to make a lot of money off. Yeah, of it. he'll opt and, out, and that'll work out great for him. And but. hopefully, and hopefully, I don't know what the what the rights are that you get after. I think it's non bird or whatever. I think he has early bird or something. Early yeah, bird or whatever. They can't pay him a ton. But like they can pay him they more, do. but maybe they do yeah. a four year deal. Whatever it is going to be. But you know, you're right. I mean, I love Monty Morris. I'm like maybe the president of Monty Morris fan club. But they they don't need Monty Morris when you have Jokic, right. who's basically a point guard, and you have Jamal Murray. Well, like, and that's the, the thing is the value of Monty Morris is not there for you. The thing I give them credit for is they were like, look. Like we're going to take a gamble on Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. staying healthy. But the thing is, if those two guys aren't healthy, you don't have a shot at being a championship team anyway. It doesn't, it doesn't, we've seen this. Yep. There's, Jokic can get you through the second round, maybe. We saw like it last got, year. We I saw mean, it last year. There is a cap on how far well, you can go. Well, it's not fair to anybody yeah. to expect. I mean, no. Jokic, and that's maybe why Jokic is still seen as the guy that people see him as, but like, it's not fair. There's not prime LeBron maybe could have taken a team without number two and number and number three, yeah. but like that's not a realistic standard for human yeah. beings. Like, and so what, what they did. And so what they did was they said, we're going to build the best eight man rotation we can. And if we need to go to seven, we will go to seven. And I give, and like Michael Malone for years was a, was kind of like, but he was a 10 man rotation in the playoffs guy. And he has trimmed yeah. that eight and it's barely eight. Like Christian Brown played. He has a quick hook. Well, and and, and in this series, if he if he's not if he's not if he's not, if he's not taking threes, he's not gonna he's out of there. He's um, they're not gonna let him stay in the game if he's not. No, so. and that's what they should do. And so right. I give him, I give them credit for trimming that down, and they'll play Jeff Green like twelve minutes. So like they kind <laughs> yeah. you know like they kind of go to to that. I guess that yeah, that's like the eighth guys. They'll play they'll play Jeff Green 
Um, and I'm we interested to see Green. how that works in this series um, because he's kind of their – him and Bruce Brown tend to play together as like the small ball bigs. Um, and my yeah, guess I mean, is – my guess Green is Jeff Green does not – my guess is Jeff Green's not going to play an awful lot of minutes where Anthony Davis is on the floor. That is my I mean, guess for this series. We're, we're not going to do an hour preview of this game, uh, of the series, because that's not what we do. But uh, I wonder if both teams – might go in expecting Jokic and AD to just mirror each other minutes wise the whole series because like they don't it's so weird who like, else can guard them well exactly like the Nuggets on either playing, side the Nuggets have been playing Aaron Gordon as basically their backup five yeah. in previous series could he guard AD maybe but like probably not maybe you try to steal like two minutes but and the Lakers don't have any I mean they don't even know anybody can. big enough I mean it's like I don't even know who the backup center is most of the time, I'm like, well, unfortunately, Mo Bamba's hurt. And I, well, know that's you, I know that's your guy. <laughs> honestly, this is going to sound funny. The best person to guard Jokic that's not Embiid, that's not, that's not, that's, uh, that's not AD, mm-hmm. is LeBron. Yep. And he doesn't want to do that for any length of time. <laughs> no. So, like, he's got to bang with him. There's no way. So, uh-huh. like, I think if both teams might just, like, almost like agree before the series starts, like, hey, we're going to have these guys play against each other. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And then when they're off the floor, it's small ball and it's AG, it's AG against LeBron, whatever. Um, I don't know. I'll be interested in that. But a, no, it's, a, it's, yeah. Cause the, the question I think, and this is too simplistic, but I think the question of the series is can the Lakers score? Because defensively, the Lakers are awesome. Even against a great offense in Denver, Lakers will be able to do enough if AD is good. If AD is good, they'll be fine defensively, even against a great offense. Can the Lakers score? Because they've been, Extremely average on offense. Oh, Denver's been good defensively. And Denver's like, been playing quietly. Like exactly. they've been they've been very so, good defensively. I think everyone's gonna focus on Jokic offensively, AD defense, and I get it. That's the more sexy side of the mm-hmm. ball. The other side is where I think the series is gonna be won and lost for me. It's like the Lakers really have not scored well. I they, mm-hmm. they won the first two series on the strength of their defense, which mm-hmm. worked out great for them because the Warriors broke down and Memphis was not themselves by that end of that series. But like if they need to have three games in the series where they really score at a high at a high level, can they do it? I don't I don't know if they can. Maybe they can. Maybe it's Austin Reeves, and maybe it's they make they, they make they make threes one night or whatever. Playoff Rui. I mean, Rui they might go. have a game or two where he makes shots. I mean, yeah. I, I, well, and that, again, and it, I I think a lot of it comes down to look like it, it's you know shooting variance isn't fun to talk about because you're just talking about who you know. Make or miss league. Make, make or miss league. It's not fun. It's not fun to talk about. But people hate like, it on this podcast. I don't know. The Lakers are going to need Reeves, Rui, Lonnie Walker, Lonnie or Troy Brown, whichever Dennis, is in the even, game. Even by the way, our, our mutual guy Dennis Schroeder, Hawks talk. They're gonna have to play. They're gonna have to play Dennis. Dennis, Dennis was good in the last series, and He'll, Dennis is gonna, Dennis probably, is gonna be guarding Jamal Murray. He's gonna guard Jamal. A lot. That's gonna happen. I, so here's you know what the the matchup that I think is most interesting in terms of role on both teams. D'Angelo and Michael Porter Jr. Both very flaky scorers. Who's yeah. better? That could swing the series. Who yeah, has more good games? Because here's the thing. When D'Angelo's good, that Laker offense looks much better. They have somebody who can score. They have somebody who can, you know, create for themselves. They have somebody who's confident when they're rolling. And it's the same for uh, Denver. Like we saw in the Sun Series. When they were at home and MPJ was knocking down shots, they they look kind of unstoppable they because are. they are. They make sure. Because yeah. if he knocks down shots, what what are you doing with them? 
Nothing. When they got I mean, all three on the fourth, you got no shot. It doesn't they're matter. Gonna, if they're going to have to try to make. Yeah, they're going to. I mean, if you're LA, you got to try to make Aaron Gordon shoot. And if he makes him, he makes him. He's the guy. They're gonna, he's the guy they're going to help off of. Besides Christian Brown, Christian, Christian Brown is the obvious one. Mm. Maybe Bruce Brown, but Bruce Brown will just drive you like he does. Right, Bruce Brown will back cut you the day. But Aaron Gordon is going to take all you can eat threes well, in the series. Well, but the thing is, is Aaron Gordon also has learned to not to, do that to, <laughs> to cut. Like he just. Yeah. If they help off, he cuts. And that's the crazy thing is like when you face, let's say Embiid, when you help off a of PJ Tucker and you send help at Embiid, for one, the Sixers aren't a good enough offense to cut. Yeah. Because PJ's not going to cut. He is not. And nobody else on that team seems willing to move yeah. uh, other than Tyrese Maxey. So that's part of why Joel looks terrible against double teams. The other part is he doesn't always see it. But against the Nuggets, like they know, like as soon as somebody sends help at Jokic, it's not just the guy who's gets helped off that moves. It's like the entire offense starts to move, and yeah. and so what they do is they they just know how to put pressure on you when you double, and so like good good luck helping off of AG. They're the closest um, team to the Warriors. I mean, through that lens, like they're they're not the Warriors because it's, it's it's a different way. But they they have the most beautiful game stuff in the league other than Golden State because. No of the way that Jokic unlocks it, number one, but also they, they just really move well and they right. they make good decisions and there's no one that's a zero. I mean, maybe Christian Brown becomes that and they'll just stop playing him, but everybody the only, else has The only thing that is like, the only time their offense looks bad is when MPJ is not knocking down shots because he's the one that kills the flow. He'll still shoot and yeah. He's, the one, that, he's the one that will start chucking it up. But the thing that Malone now has, he has enough guys He'll to just pull take him out. Yeah, we've and, seen they, and they did. They did it. In the, they did it in the last series. When he, he wasn't he good, just they pulled. would not play the fourth quarter. Yeah, because they, so, they go to Bruce Brown, and it's they fine. Go to Bruce, Bruce Brown, and they, they go to KCP. On. Yeah, and that's that. To, but to me, the difference in the series is going to be because Jokic is going to be the best guy. If Jamal Murray out is out scoring LeBron, that's a problem for the Lakers, and it's going to be interesting to see if I LeBron can flip yeah. it. Can I'll, he flip the switch? He's only scoring like twenty three a game. I'll, I'll say this very. This is going to sound very simple, and I don't mean it to be that way. I think if Jamal Murray is good, Denver's going to win the series. I agree. I'm pretty confident in that, honestly. There, I, the, the, uh, the unfortunate problem is that I'm a little lower on Jamal Murray than most people are, and I don't trust Jamal Murray that much. I mean, we saw in that Sun series, like he he kind of has that like show up, don't show up thing, um, and it'll be interesting to see if he can maintain it. Yeah. So, or or if he doesn't have it, not shooting them out as well. Because yeah, half where he goes, he goes one of eleven. What I will and, say is the thing that that encourages me is we saw like when like last series, like the the yeah. game he didn't, the one game that he really didn't have it when Jokic had fifty three, like he was, I think he, he only shot like eleven times. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't, and he was just like he was like big fella, go right. Which is what they but it's do. a it's a little different against AD because like it's one thing to say, hey, big fella, go torch Aiton and Jock Landale. Right, because I mean, he's, it's, he's not really gonna gonna it's not going to be that. It's not going to be that. It's not going to be as easy against Anthony Davis. But, but um, the, the, the good thing about if you're, if you're Denver, and we'll, we'll stop talking about this eventually, um, is that uh, it's an interesting series. It is very interesting. And AD, while he's a great option, obviously, to guard Jokic, when he's guarding Jokic, he's not helping in the same way that right. he is against anybody else. And that's what he's been so good at in his playoffs as, as the help well, guy. And, he and Darwin said he's not going to – Darwin said – He's not like they're going to show some different looks, but like Jokic's going to cook anybody else. I mean, they have Jokic's looks. Gonna, okay, show your looks. I mean, and again, may, maybe maybe in a fourth quarter, 
I'll say this. Maybe in a fourth quarter, they could say, hey, Braun, we need you to guard Jokic for seven minutes. And he could probably do it. Other than that, they don't. the only look you have is AD. And, and, and LeBron not doing it for more than, more than five minutes. Bro. It's just not happening. And so, the other thing is, LeBron, I mean, if they do that, they, they better have some extra ice packs. Well, that's what for, I'm saying. Right? That, and that, like, that they, is a that's break a case break... emergency kind of thing. Uh, game, no, I, I game, se- game seven, hey, we want sure. right? LeBron. Sure. That's leave, late leave, in it, the leave it all out there. Yeah, oh, yeah not, it's not happening in game one. But... No, no, that would not be a that would not be a first trip to Denver adjustment. No, and Can you LeBron at altitude guarding. Oh my God. I mean, I, I will say to wrap up our talk about the series. Yeah, LA has been really good at stealing one of the first two, and especially mm-hmm. game one with a little bit of extra rest. That's the one I would circle. If the Lakers can get game one, they're going to be feeling great, obviously. And they have I think they have a better chance in game one than they do in game two. I agree. Just because um, they'll, they'll have the rest, all that stuff. But we'll see. Well, I mean, like you said, it comes down to if, if AD can be that guy – they got shot, but yeah, oh, for sure. just... if, if he's not, if he's not great, they won't win. I mean, that's no. AD has never been the most consistent guy in the world. And I will give them this. The Lakers have not been overly consistent in these playoffs. They've just met when they've been good. They've been really, really, really good. Well, and that's the one other thing with Denver. What's the, what's the bad game Denver played? They haven't really played one. They, they haven't really they, played the bad they game. Had, they had one bad half. They had beast. Well, and they had they had one bad fourth quarter against Minnesota where where Ant went off. Yeah, and they just so, and they just kind of couldn't score. But like even that wasn't like a bad like they haven't. No. The thing is, is, like the two games they lost against Phoenix, Devin Booker shot eighty percent. And look, maybe, maybe LeBron has one of those games in them or two I mean, of those and, games in them. But, but that's the thing is like, if that's what it takes to beat them, well, or, you know what, Mario, what what tells you that this Lakers team is consistent enough? to do that and that's that's where i lean denver to, to bring it full circle with the other series too is that you know i still think it's been there's been some revisionism on the lakers warriors series like there's been this thought now that the la dominated that series which really didn't happen like if that if lonnie walker doesn't go crazy in a fourth quarter we're they're talking about game game seven would have been happening yesterday or whatever it is like that series was not a blowout in favor. I, I, even people that I think are, I'm like, guys, do you remember that? Like, like the only reason Lakers won that game is Lonnie Walker 15 points in the fourth quarter, and it was still close. Like, guys, so it's that kind of stuff. It's a playoff series. It's not yeah, a sex what happens. shooting variance, and guys have one good guys quarter go crazy. or one good half. It might be Dennis Schroeder. I mean, what we had the Suns. We had the uh, what was it game uh, game five of the Major, Suns Major, Nuggets Major series Shaman. where uh, oh well, there's the Landry oh, game one. for the yeah. Suns, but there was also the the KCP half where he had like 18. And then the Bruce Brown 25 point game, whatever it was. There's always there's always things that happen in the playoff series, and whoever wins more of those, yeah, generally wins. Today's show is brought to you by Game Time. If you've ever been trying to find tickets to a big event at the last minute, it can be stressful and really not the best idea for your emotions or your wallets. And after all, buying tickets should not be a hassle. With Game Time, you'd be fast and easiest way to buy tickets for sports and music and comedy and theater. And with killer deals, lost minute tickets, and the best price guarantee, you can also avoid stress and start getting hype for the fun that you actually have at the event. Spring is here. There's tons to happening in Atlanta. I'm sure there is around you as well, wherever you may be. And with Game Time, you can get flash deals, lost minute tickets, and it's so easy to find, find a lot of tickets they're looking for for each and every event that you might be interested in. Also see images of where your seats might happen to be inside the venue and they have protection if your event happens to get canceled. 
Forget the months of planning in advance. They have tickets and deals on tickets right up to the day of the event with game time. And the game time guarantee may also get, you'll get the best price possible. If you find tickets in the same row in the same section for less, you'll get 110% of the difference from game time. It's the fastest growing ticket, ticketing app in the country for a reason. You can buy tickets just a matter of seconds and they'll be sent directly to your phone to make things easy for you. Download the game time app right now, create an account, get the promo code locked on NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, reading the promo code locked on NBA, $20 off your purchase. Download the game time app today. Today, last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Today's show is brought to you by the award-winning app at PrizePick. PrizePick's Daily Fantasy made easy. It's amazing. I know that you will love it as well. It is very easy to use, and they have safe and fast withdrawals at PrizePicks. Every day during the NBA playoffs as well, you have one PrizePicks usual. will actually have a chance to win and become a millionaire in one fell swoop. One entry placed after 8 a.m. Eastern time will be randomly selected each and every day. And whoever placed the entry will be given a six-pick flex with the following payouts. All six correct, $1 million. Five out of six, $80,000. Four out of six, $60,000. And details can be found at pricepix.com slash million. You must opt in at that link to be eligible for the million-dollar entry. Once you opt in, all you have to do is actually go play the game like normal, and you could be the lucky winner. Download the PricePix app right now. Go to pricepix.com. So it's not play daily fantasy sports. If you're a first-time user, get 100% as a deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. Don't forget that promo code. It is locked on at sign up. The instant deposit match up to $100. Check it out now at PrizePix. And one more time, check it out at prizepix.com slash million. Okay. Yeah. Let us close this podcast by talking about Vikram Wimanyama because it's Monday night. Let's do it. Into Tuesday. Robbie is not a draft guy. I'll say that right away. But, and because of that, top guy. I'm not going to make you talk about anybody else. You um, want my Thompson twin? Uh, I will, if you have him, feel free. But I don't think you do. Never seen them play. Uh, <laughs> not so, once. This is not a an, an original idea, but I, I thought about this one. We're going to talk to Robbie on the podcast. Uh, I want to know who you're rooting for in the lottery, which is which is funny. But you're a national NBA writer. What's the best scenario in your like? What's the most fun in your brain? And and where do you not want him to go? This is this is my my okay. two points because like can I start with the not the Hawks are not involved? Yeah, absolutely, the Hawks are not involved. There's no local. I mean, I guess I had a Hawks fan, a smart Hawks fan today, try to like ask me what would be good for the Hawks. As far mm-hmm. as like women yama results, and I'm not like, Charlotte. Yeah, I was like, you don't want him to be in Charlotte or Washington, I or guess. Orlando. Just, like, do the math on that, but even then, like, does that actually matter? No, not really. Like divisions yeah. in the NBA don't matter at all. Sure, it is what it is. So um, I don't have a huge take there. All right, so the not answer is the the two teams at the top of the board, Detroit and Houston. Well, I thought you were going to say I thought you were going to say San Antonio. Okay, Detroit and Houston, huh? Well, no, I'm saying this is the not. This is not where I want him to. This go. is you, you. Oh, you don't want him to go to Detroit or Houston? Okay. Well, so I'm Detroit. Uh, I on first blush, I would love to see him play with Cade, but the rest of Detroit's roster. Correct. Correct. If if they if it was, I I think maybe it is maybe it would be good because maybe he would go and they would trade their like 37 big men. oh if you don't think they're gonna start if they if they win the lottery they're gonna they're gonna opening night they're gonna start women women yama wiseman uh-huh. next to him uh and then what bagley, bagley. At the three Cade and ivy Cade and ivy just no shooting at all be incredible oh uh, um, i don't see the thing is i don't want that like Wimby can't be your best shooter because he's not even a great shooter like no he's i not Look, I, I, I know, I know, I know a lot of Pistons fans. I have, of course, Michigan connections, family-wise. So I would be happy for them. Uh, but I, I'm not the biggest fan of the re, of just the build that they're team. doing. Yeah, the, from a the build they're doing, I, I do okay. like Kate a lot. But uh, no, I, I'm not excited about that. Either. I would like to keep him away from the the Houston Ball is Life All Stars. You mean James Harden's team? Or uh... Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
your, your guy Jim Harden is about to, by all accounts, might be going to, yeah. be going to Houston. Um, so no. I just I just have no faith in in what Houston is doing in terms of building a team. Do you want to do you want to know what I would, I'm like, I would like him to go to? Here's the thing: how many? Here's my question to you: How many guys oh. on Houston's roster of their young guys would think they should have the ball over Victor? Oh, several of them. Uh, Green Correct. Porter. Uh, Jabari probably maybe uh, Jabari same. Jabari seems like Jabari's pretty and this was my well here's the thing this was my issue with Jabari going there is like I wanted Jabari to not be at Auburn again and he ended up at Auburn again with a bunch of guards who think they're better than him yeah I mean okay so I'll, See, also, that's my issue with Houston is not like, a big not a big yeah I don't love their roster I don't love their owner uh, generally speaking um, and that's like the other take, thing like, like the other take team's the owner's that, money at yeah the so nugget. <laughs> The team, the other team that I'll offer a win that I could argue is a could be a good basketball fit because they have a mellow ball. Do we want Charlotte to be rewarded? Like Charlotte's been such a disaster. It's it's a badly run organization. <laughs> Do we want I'm serious though. Like, what have they done to, to earn Victor Wembanyama? They, they, they've been they've been a catastrophe. Like, they only got Lamelo because 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 the Warriors because for Golden some State reason decided, decided to not draft him or at least traded trade the pick. Oh, um, but like. MJ's going to sell the team, so maybe it'll be a little bit, a little bit different. But like that's that's a, the, other, the other one of that on that le- and the, on that same level differently is is Washington. Like Washington, Washington why would they? Why should they be rewarded? They're just trying to be the the, the ten seed every year. Why do they get? Why do they get Wembenyama? That's not I, fun. Yeah, uh, I'll I'll give you Washington. I think from a, I get what you're saying about Charlotte. Charlotte yeah. would be fun because they'll know. I, I'm not Charlotte saying fun because yes. like I think there's some basketball like. And like, not to get like too deep in the weeds on the Hornets, but like, I could see how women young like Mark Williams could kind of be a nice little. Yeah, little un- 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 of- unfortunately, I should say that they're probably going to sign Miles Bridges too. Yeah, that's a tough scene. Uh, no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, that's, that's yeah. So it, here's the thing: that's there. There's my deciding factor. Like, if they bring Miles back, like, no. Yeah, no thanks. Um, okay, so those are the negatives for those you. Those. And look, the, uh, we should just say that the the order of likelihood is San Antonio, Detroit, Houston are all tied. Mm-hmm. Then it's Charlotte, Portland, Orlando, Indiana, Washington, then Utah, Dallas, Chicago, OKC, Toronto, and New Orleans in that order. Correct. So it's not likely at all that anyone in the bottom five, six, seven of that list gets him. Maybe they do. Uh, we've seen crazier bottom things. Bottom four are all sub 2%. Derek Rose was a one and a half percenter to Chicago. So it's happened in the recent past. 1.8 this time. Um, So I think that, yeah. Speaking of teams that don't deserve him, Dallas. Yeah. I mean, Dallas is like the better. It's 3%. Dallas Dallas is the better better version of Charlotte. I was going to say, like, because Luca and Victor would be incredibly fun. But like, they don't deserve, yeah, they don't deserve him either. Uh, So, I mean, Uh, look, it's the lottery. So who knows? Uh, Okay, well, I'll flip it now. Who do you want? Who do you want to win? It? Um. So I've been trying to think on like. I think Indiana would be fun. I, I totally agree with you. I, I think I, Indiana I think, would be fun. I think from like nobody, I I don't think the league would be thrilled with that because like Indiana's not like a it's market, not a, but also who it's cares? not a great market. And look, a lot of the teams involved the league would not be thrilled with, I don't think. Correct. I mean, San Antonio is not a good market as much as they've been really good. That's a, that's a that's Detroit, a, Houston, Charlotte, Portland. I mean, Orlando. Houston's a big, is a big market at least. It's a large um, city. Um, yeah. Portland. 
great fan base, but you know, not Charlotte's a bad market for the NBA in a lot of ways so far. But also, be like, I think what we've seen is, I, I think one Utah. thing that the market thing gets a little like overblown because like we've seen it like does. dudes can become megastars in Oklahoma. If you if if KD and Russ can become KD and Russ in Oklahoma City, like. I think generally we probably need to stop talking about whether the league cares if they're in a big market. Or no, and, and they and, and the league and the league might like, but like if New York's not involved and LA, the is argument not involved, they don't. The, care. the argument there would be, and I, I number one, I agree with you. Markets are overstated in the modern NBA where everyone's on TV all the time. There's not like these these differentiators are not really that big, and you know OKC for all of its potential issues, they have a rabid fan base. That's like the big thing. There is the Thunder. For sure. Like the question would be like fan bases that are not the best or at least the biggest Char- like charlotte charlotte maybe. is one of those examples i'm like look look that's a very fast growing city maybe they would just get all on board with like they they might, they gr- when they first they, got the well, hornets they were and that's mad. the thing is like I, there's a lot of places like that like yeah i mean no, honestly like, there's no, a lot of places yeah. that like show up when they win and and there's and there's nothing wrong with that like houston's like that like houston shows up when they win and they because you know what houston's kind of like atlanta there's a lot of stuff to do in houston yeah, you don't have to go watch a very bad basketball team. Agreed. So, like, I don't I, the market thing. I don't even want to go into. No, it doesn't matter. The market, and I, so we, we agree on that. Uh, Indiana would be fun as heck Indiana because be they have Halliburton. Halliburton, um, my guy, my guy Ben. Um, the relatively like they have Miles one. Turner. Like they yeah. have. He's a guy that they could go if if he's the t- that's the type of team where like Wemby goes to them and they're like. They're legit. Like a they, they have a shot at the playoffs next year. You would think like he's so. he's that he's that Orla- kind of Orlando's, good. Orlando, same thing. Orlando, Orlando, same thing. Where like that front court, if they get him of Wemby, Paolo, and Franz, I mean they have no guards still, but they, they would get guards pretty quickly. I think that'd be fine. Yeah, I they think. could that, that then they could just focus their efforts on guards. Well, and and Wembenyama, like I I'm the first to say rookies are bad. He's the kind of guy that actually might attract people. Oh um, yeah, just. Because like most most veterans, like you know, don't want to like let's go sign up to play to play with this big rookie. Who cares? But like he's the kind of prospect where vets probably don't even mind that. Don't care. It's like I'm good. Which um, on that on that track, Portland would be fun to see him and Dane. I heard uh I think it was was it Nate Duncan? Somebody talked about it today. Uh someone was talking about whether Portland would trade Dame if they won the lottery. And just like kind of reset entirely because they could like now that we have Victor, like people are going to be less upset if we trade Dame now, because like if we're being realistic, Victor probably won't be good enough fast enough for them to be a real them to actually be a contender. So like the stealth move, if you were never going to do it with Dame, would be like, hey guys, we just drafted Victor. By the way, we're gonna we're gonna trade Dame now. Uh, Would be incredible. (laughs) They're never going to be very funny. They wouldn't do it this year. I'll say that they wouldn't do it this year. They would because here's the thing. If you have Dame and Wimby, like you're selling out that arena every oh, night. Well, honestly, every with, night with Wimby and that and that ownership wants the money. I, I'm not the kind of person to go crazy about prospects, and like I do think that people generally undervalue how much risk there is, even in the top, top, top guys. But like he, this is the kind of prospect where every single fan base, every single organization should feel like they got a game changer in every single way. If they get, 100%. I mean, it doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen, but like, yeah. can you imagine the buzz? Any, any, we, we just have all these teams that we, that, hey. like, that we're not rooting for necessarily. Whoever gets them. Like I, I have to, I have to file a mock to you on Tuesday evening. I already wrote 
the section on number one, I have to just fill in the name of the team. It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter who takes them. It's all the same. Like, obviously, different roster constructions or whatever, but, like, it doesn't matter. He's the guy anywhere he goes, and the buzz will be off the charts. Like, okay, I would probably argue Dallas is maybe the best possible fit for him basketball-wise with Luka. New Orleans wouldn't be far behind. If you could, New if, you could would be, if you could, if you could finally get Zion to stay on the court, yeah, Victor's dude. like the guy you Can would you imagine how that would be so Zion. funny next to each other, just well, big old short husky Zion and, and Zion's like, old, I mean, obviously Zion's a freak in his own thick. right, but the guy you would literally design in a lab to play next to Zion is Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. So, and plus, by the way, the Wolves are still good. Other like they have a deep good roster that would be like, sick like listen and and they're dead and they're dead last and, and odds. it's not gonna happen no, i don't think happen, like but can you imagine can you imagine if the first team off the board is toronto though can you imagine what would happen oh for the Lord. next 11 picks as they I mean, yeah. count down if you don't by the way if you don't understand that what, what you said there that, that means that new orleans gets in the top four we, we don't know that they'd be number one but yeah. if they're uh, if toronto is the first team you see that means new orleans is jumping up same with beyond oh. every every step beyond that God, it'd be so, it'd be it, it would just be funny because here's the thing is like we talk about teams deserving it, and I, th- I think I think the NBA fan bases are kind of tired of uh, New Orleans the, winning the New Orleans winning when there's a generational prospect. Yeah, they're two for two like, in the last ten they, years. They're two for two on Anthony Davis and Zion Williamson. I think people are a little a little tired of that. Well, um, the one we have, we have one we have not we have not talked about this yet that actually might be the most terrifying in some ways. What if the Thunder win? I. See, I think that might be number one for me. Shea that was be... first team All NBA this year. First also, team. they also, also have Chet, who hasn't played yet. That's what I want to see. The two tall, skinny guys. Can you I imagine? I want to see Wimby and Chet, and you they got would Shea have... and Jalen Williams with. They could do like the big like. <laughs> can you imagine Chet, Chet and Wimby and like Jalen Williams doing the wingspan thing where they go sideline to sideline? I mean, holy lord! Yeah, I mean, I think that might be the most terrifying of all, to be honest. Yeah, uh, everybody keeps saying like, I get it, but everybody keeps being like, "All oh, the Spurs are the best place," and I'm like, I I don't no, buy it. I don't no. buy it. And this isn't it, your this is older not, brother Spurs. Well, and that's the thing. Like, I think people have respect for the way they're they've been run, and I get it. Pop's not going to be around forever, mm-hmm. and they're they've not been great in the front office the last no. several years. Like, they, have well, they also keep guys. losing. They keep losing like the all the like assistants, and everybody's like, "Oh, this right. is going to be the Pop." replacement and like they have, they just they have interesting guys on their roster but they don't have any they don't have any stars on their roster yeah. right now i mean I, I like Basil, i like sohan i like kel johnson fine but you know it wouldn't be the worst I thing i mean no i mean it'd be like it'd be fine i just i just don't buy into this like that's the best place for him to develop yeah i mean honestly the best thing I, you could say is like get, if you want to if you want if you want him to succeed the most i would want to pair him with a with a, with a big time guard which means okay, team, teams like OKC or Charlotte, Portland, even or Charlotte, Dallas, da- um, Dallas, Indiana, the, yeah, Indiana. The, like those are all, those are the. Five. They all have proven guards, and like yeah. Houston has talented guards, but they're not the guys you, I'm, that I'm talking about. They're not set up guys like mm-hmm. their scorers. Honestly, this is going to sound funny. Uh, if Harden went to Houston, they, that would not be the worst pairing. No, that would that would work. Basketball. Um, man, I just don't believe in much of it, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I, and again, you. like when I say like, I don't want that, like, it's just like, I just don't see it as a great fit in terms of basketball. And I would, you know, like, well, here's the thing, is it on the outside, 
na- nationally. Like I got, I'm gonna have to watch a lot we're of Victor Wembanyama we'll, basketball. Regardless, yeah, I was gonna say we're covering. No we're gonna have what. to watch a lot of Vic, and like I would rather enjoy that experience overall rather than have to watch games where I'm like, hey, he did three cool things and the team got smoked. Yeah, I mean, there is. Long story short, we talked about teams we don't want necessarily want to win. There is no like disaster scenario for nope. us. I mean, we nope. we're not emotionally invested, and also, nope. I think that he's the kind of guy that it it may not matter where he goes, uh, which he's, is crazy. That that's a rare thing for me to man. say, but he's he's that he's that he's, he's that freaky. legit. Um, yeah, I mean, like I look at, I mean, you can even you can talk me into Utah being a good place because like I think they have a good coach. I think they've got sorry, Walker a, Kessler, a good. <laughs> You had, a, you, had a, you had a great rookie season. Hey, but here's the thing. If there were ever a time to sell on Walker Kessler, well, also, and actually and get something in return if you're Utah. And also, as crazy as it sounds for a guy who's 7'4", he can he can play next to Walker Kessler. He could. He it's crazy. That's, that's, that's insane. But That'd be really very could. funny to watch. But, like, can you imagine front, front line, Laurie, Wemby? Laurie back to the three? or is uh, Laurie back to the three with Wemby and, and Walker in the God. middle? So yeah, we're we're dreaming big. Uh, I mean, even but yeah, I, I'd say I'd say for from my perspective, uh, Dallas and Portland are the ones where they become it's ready made semi contenders, at least playoff teams again. Uh, Indiana and Orlando are the two that become like back in the conversation very quickly yep. of playoff teams. OKC as well, and. Uh, yeah, like I'm with you on like I don't want to see him in. Wa- I, although I, I'm gonna disagree. Actually, send him to Washington because I, I, I live because you live half an hour away. Yeah, so, I, I was waiting, I was waiting for that to come to come into your head at some I forget, point in this conversation. I, I forgot that you, that you know I'm in Baltimore now. Yeah. Like, let me. I'll shoot down and become the uh, the dime Wemby correspondent. Yeah, for me individually, I guess it'd be better for Charlotte because it's the closest drive from Atlanta other than the Hawks who can't get him. Uh, I did have a – I'll I'll take this opportunity now. I I got a question. I'll probably answer at some point from a Hawks fan that literally was like, I understand this is never going to happen, but what would they have to offer the team that wins the lottery to get Victor Wembanyama? And I was like, the franchise is the answer. Literally, the the deed to the franchise. I mean, Giannis? Yeah, uh, honestly, that's a whole other conversation. But, yeah, there there are – like that's uh, that's the type of like legit that's the type of guy no, that you would have to be on. Team. I mean, like, no joke. I, the the old the old Bill Simmons trade value column. If you were doing that, I think the rights to women Yama would be in the top six or seven. I don't think it's any question. Yeah, especially because of what you're going to pay him. But, I mean, it's they they're paid more than they used to be, but you're still on rookie scale for it's like four for forty, and you're basically locked into the, like the ability to extend the guy. Forty four. Um, so like that. yeah, he and look, he might and you're. To get him on the second contract, he if he might wanted. not. He might not be that guy, but he might be. <laughs> He's got a very. I mean, the thing is, it's like, all right, I'll ask you this: What is if we're doing the bell curve of like talent in terms of like what his outcomes are? Uh huh. And like we know the high end. We're talking, you know, we know the high end outcome is like best player. The high the end is like top, that's the one percent, right? The, the best the, player in the world. Yeah, I mean, the high end is literally top ten player of all time. Yeah, and so. What I want to know is what do you think is the median of the bell curve? Not the not the bottom end. I because yeah. you know the bottom the bottom end is a guy who gets hurt and the bottom end is it. injury related. Um because well, I, I don't the, the I don't the think curve? there's a reality. Is it like a six time all star? Well, I'll say this. I don't think there's a reality where he is healthy and not 
very good. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's, very, and that's what I'm very, saying. But very like, good is relative. So, but that's medium, why I want, I want to know what the very good because that's that's what we're talking about. Is yeah, like, the, the medium, the, the medium outcome, outcome, like a six, seven time probably, Yeah, the median outcome is probably you know top 10, 15 player in the league, top twenty yeah. player in the league kind of guy right. who's just, really he's good just for like a long not time. quite. He's just not quite like that. I mean, dude. if if you factor in median too, like what is the aging curve for someone who's seven four? Right. I don't know, and neither did anybody else. But I, especially because we haven't seen a guy with like it that probably isn't. Skillset. It probably isn't a guy who's going to play till he's thirty-five, right? So it's like, maybe that's he is. Like six, I don't know. Seven, um, six, seven-time All-Star. Yeah, like, I, I think certainly. Like, and if, yeah. if that's your median outcome, you're well, and that's what I'm saying. That's why, true. like, but that and and to, we talk about this a lot when we do draft stuff. Is like there's very few number one picks that you go in. You say like the median outcome is he's an All-Star. Well, yeah, I mean, but even that number at the, one at, at the same time, the case against that would be the guys who are viewed like this, the guys who are viewed as the generation, like actual generational the guys. The hit rate's very high. Like people Anthony were kind Davis. Of, people were kind of split on whether Zion was quite there, but he was the closest since Davis to that. And Zion, when he is playing, is an all is an All NBA <laughs> player. Yeah. He is yeah. Anthony Davis, Hall of Famer. You could certainly Greg argue Oden. he was never like the best player in the league, maybe, but certainly a top. Five I think the only one, the only one that's missed would be Greg Oden because like Greg Oden was like the guy. Yeah, and even then you could debate that was whether, injuries. That was all whether, whether he was supposed to be this level, and it was really all injuries. And you could maybe maybe he wouldn't have been that good. I mean, he was a traditional was, center at a time when like that was just was... starting to not be the right thing. Right. Um. Right. But before that, you go back to LeBron, basically, oh. who obviously is an all-time example of the guy hitting. Yeah. And like the guys who are viewed like this Patrick don't miss Ewing. very often. And no, if they, they do, don't. it's injury related. Yeah, 100%. So which is like yeah, when's yeah, the last yeah. when's the last time a guy who was built like this just wasn't that good as a player? I mean, I'm sure someone will like if you want to be selective and say like you thought Andrew Wiggins was built like that, by the time they got to the draft, it wasn't he like wasn't. that. No, it wasn't. Before the but like before the year before, he was yeah. viewed that way. But like yeah. the guys who actually get all the way to the draft with that same level right. of hype. Right, almost always hit on some yep. level. So yep. we'll see. I agree. I'm excited. It's, it's, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be a fun night on uh, the very broken Twitter. It's gonna be uh, <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yes, it is. Uh, well, thank you, sir. Excited for joining me. Crash the app, and that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, especially if he goes to like Dallas or something. Somebody oh like my god, a, as an upset win and Cuba. Yeah, that, I think that's the fun. I think thing. that's the funniest one is if when it gets to. Number ten, Dallas isn't the one that's called. That would be the one. What would be the old? Yeah, I guess that would be the. I'm trying to think of the, the craziest scenario, like reaction-wise, probably Dallas, um, yeah. maybe Chicago. Since Chicago already had the one long shot win with Rose, plus they're having mm-hmm. to with Jordan's team. Um, if they somehow get <laughs> from like the from the twelve spot, I think it's. I think it's probably Dallas, New Orleans. Oh god, yeah, the one one percent chance. So yeah, Dallas, New Orleans, Chicago in that order would be the the freak the out, mania, the freak out, freak out, and then OKC. Oh, man, I want it. I want it to be the more you've talked me into it. Yeah, I, I think I Give think I'm okay now. I, at the end of the podcast, way 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 deep into the show, I think I'm rooting for OKC. <laughs> I I, that would be so much fun. It would just be wild. I want to see it. I just want it like. And all the takes about, about how he's going to, to to the small market in the middle of the country. All the stuff. It's gonna be incredible. Be great. Give it to me. Shay. I love it. I want to see some. Oh, uh, 
people people just forget about Chet Holmgren, who, by the way, is really good. I'm, I I stand by that. He's going to be good. So, all right, brother. Well, thank you for doing this. We'll we'll talk again soon. Uh, probably not about the draft, but we'll we'll talk because it's not really your specialty. But we'll come back and talk uh, free agency or whatever is going on. Anything to plug yeah. podcast. We'll be back. Uh, PGA, yeah, PGA Championship podcast, podcast, PGA Championship preview, and uh, me and the fellows will be talking about our own our own golf games because Tom's Tom's now taking lessons. I so. saw I saw this about Tom Fernelli of CBS Sports. Uh, uh, yeah, colleague. so we'll be we'll be getting deep in golf process stuff as well, talking I, through swing thoughts. I can't so wait to listen to that. So subscribe to the podcast. Go ahead and do that. Also, also read us. Read us mostly, Robbie, but occasionally me at uh, at Up Rocks. Brad, Brad Roland on Mondays. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Monsieur Monday over here. That's me. And uh, yeah, read us over on uh, Diamond Uprocks. We'll be doing lots of. I'll have a mock Tuesday night after the after the lottery, and we'll, we'll go from there. Draft okay. things and free agency things, and it's about to be pre-write season. Brad, are you ready? Oh, Lord, I'm retiring. Um, anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. Please subscribe to the podcast. Tell a friend about the show. Follow Robbie and all that fun stuff. We'll see you all next time.